Thank you for joining us for this episode of Casually Hardcore. Casually Hardcore is a proud member of the WOW Radio Network. Join us on the web at www.wcradio.com. While there, be sure to view and post on the forums by clicking on the forums button. If you want to interact with this show, please click on the chat button to learn how you can join us in Internet Relay Chat. If you want to email us during the show or anytime, the email address is ch at wcradio.com. And while you are on the website, please click on the donate button to see how you can support WC Radio and all its shows. Be sure to check out all the other fantastic shows on WOW Radio. And now, on with the show. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, For Sunday, the 1st of March, 2009, this is Casually Hardcore. I am Gnomewise. I am Grail. And that's all you're oh. getting this week. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you are stuck with us. Yes, not only are we on at a later time, we are with uh, reduced forces, because we're all that could show up. God help you all. Wow. I don't know. I always thought it's like this or cancel the show. We'll see. I've got a feeling halfway through we're going to be like, next time we should have just canceled the show. show. <laughs> now, TB hath put forth the decree of ain't going to miss a ding, and that means something is going to go out every freaking week on every podcast feed. Speaking of podcast feeds, mm. see what I did there. Huge props go out to Cadwallion. For the amazing amount of work he has been putting in on the new and improved WCRadio.com website, culminating recently in the restoration and improvement of our podcast feeds. Right. I almost, you know, restoration is not enough because they actually are superior to what they were before. We went from XML to RSS, full RSS feeds that dynamically update. We have to do a lot less behind the scenes to make them update. And if you fire up your iTunes and or the podcast aggregator of your choosing, you should have a seamless uh, flow-through from your old subscriptions to the new. You should just awesome. see all the new episodes there. There may be a certain amount of duplication because the aggregators will see it as a new... Some of the new, some of the old shows as new again. Just go in and delete them again. Right. Sorry about that. Uh, to the point where, for the last um, <laughs> day or so, the website's been under a little bit of strain. Uh, as 10 hundred million of you all go, Whee! RSS yeah. feeds and descend upon our downloads. Well, it's good to know we have the love, but yeah, dang. I am feeling love. <laughs> Damn, people, could you you know maybe wait twelve hours and stagger? The- no, we want them all. We want it now. Yeah, so so good job by CAD. We yeah. had the technology; it and could be he has rebuilt. Rebuilt it. He had a direct his erector set and some silly putty mm. and about an hour duct tape and monkeys. Duct tape is like the force. I've said this before. It's a light side and a dark side, and it does hold the universe together. And everything's better with monkeys. Ook, ook. Exactly. Speaking of monkeys, see what you did there. Oh, yeah. And actually, before we do this, because, okay. yes, uh, Muggy, I, I do remember at you, or I remember about you at the start of every show. <laughs> I just don't make mention of you until <laughs> No Wise actually remembers. Uh-huh. 
Sure you do. I have IRC. He even ca- he even mm-hmm. called you out in the Black Void. Uh huh. Yeah. He well, called you out. Sure he did. Okay. Eli, like a All right. Moving on. Let her rip. As usual, in Internet Relay Chat, we have our IRC rep, the one, the only, the amazing Muggy. Ooh, good Muggy. I think there's another important drop-in to play, which uh, we rarely get to use, but considering both of us have a beverage Holy of a certain type. crap, you are right. As used to be commonplace when this was a nighttime show at the beginning of its uh, run... And has fallen off the map when once it became a Sunday morning exercise. <laughs> yeah. In which case, if we were doing that, we'd feel really, really creepy. Yeah. Uh, except for that one time with the mimosas. Well, these were yummy. Yeah. That's usually when I do heroin, anyways. I mean, uh, see, go see ahead. what you do. My advice to you: <laughs> start drinking heavy. And that was the wrong one. Yeah. Where is <laughs> the, where, see, it's, it's good a, advice. It has been so long. You've since lost we did the this. drop. No, in. I haven't lost it. I just, I just forgot where it was, but here it is. Adam, the police officer said you need to drink more. Uh, okay. Or, or were you looking for the Where's Me Drink one? Where's Me Drink? Oh, that one, I'm not quite sure where okay, that is. That's it's, fine. It's, it's Close here. enough. It's here. It's here. I start okay. thinking. Uh, here we go. Where's Me Drink? Oh, where's Me Drink? Oh. Get in my belly! So, yes, for the first time in a long time, the drinking light is on. Uh, we are drinking uh, fine vintage uh, Penfolds uh, Cabernet Syrahs blend, mm-hmm. uh, which I call red wine. Um, and it's right nummy. Funny enough, we kind of hit upon this right before we started the show, but uh, we have a question from the Gray Void. I have, I'm dual voiding today, just to let you know. And this and, is dead sexy. You have some, some new kit. Oh, I, I got the, the MacBook Pro running in full glory. Um, but yeah, so I hope I don't cross the streams here. But one of the questions from the Gray Void is, how's Gnomewise Diet doing? Shut your face. <laughs> I, it, it's a valid question. <clears throat> um, Ladies and gentlemen of the listening community... <laughs> Don't try this at home. Ow. <laughs> so, uh, yes, as of last Monday, I did start the same diet program that Iolite has been on so successfully and made a tactical error in that I didn't look at my calendar and realize that my brother and his uh, extremely nice significant other were coming to visit this weekend, and our plan was to go up to the secret uh, mountain lair. And my brother and I were going to go off and do ham radio things because there was a 160-meter contest. And kind of forgot that what the cabin has become, and I pointed this out, is it's, it's all about food. And we go there, we stop yeah. at the grocery store along the way, we fuel up on all the comfort foods and a not insignificant amount of alcohol, and then we go and we go into this little cave and set up shop. And maybe that wasn't the best environment to bring me... Um, with my, actually, it was Io and I both are on the diet. We both fell off the wagon spectacularly Friday night, and aren't getting back on it till tomorrow morning. Yeah, as evidenced by the wine and the pizza. Yeah. However, uh, in the Monday through Friday bracket, with the support of my wife, uh, did fantastically well and had lost six and a quarter pounds by the last time I was willing to step on the scale. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be resuming, and now have glanced. Uh, more sharply at my calendar and determine that there are, are no more events of this kind that will rear up to sabotage me uh, for the remainder of the time I will likely need to remain on the diet to lose the amount of weight that I wish to. 
So that whole beer festival next weekend not happening. There's a beer fest. There's a beer fest next weekend. I'm dead serious. Tempe Beer Fest? Yeah. In Tempe Town Lake? Mm-hmm. You, you could have shut your festering I'm just gob. telling you that, you know, while I'm there drinking, uh, I'll be thinking about you and your diet. I know where you live. I, I'm, I know to stay out of range of your arms. <laughs> no, I will. I will, And I normally do attend I know. the Tempe Beer Fest. Um, because we do have a, a fine number of microbreweries in town. Um, Very good. But, uh, no, not so much this year, because crossing the streams would be bad, right? Okay, Sarah. You're going to endanger us. You're going to endanger our client, the nice lady, who paid us in advance before she became a dog. That's true. (laughs) (sighs) So, anyway, there we are. So, I am standing in the spot in Dalaran, where I have had tried now for two days to give away free enchants. Give them away. Free, Tell us the story, Free Dale. enchants. Because basically I'm leveling up my enchanting. I'm at 435 now. I started doing this when I was at 430. And I was asked the guild. Nobody in the guild needed uh, armor enchant on their cloaks. So I just said, let's shout it out. Here you go. Free enchants. Come by. I'll give it to you. First person sends me a tell and says, I'm on my way. He gets there. He gives me the cloak. And it's too low of a level. Now, granted... I can understand. Okay, maybe you didn't read the enchant. Wait, if you if you can get to Dalaran, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, this, <laughs> this is the most understandable thing that happened the entire time. Oh, that, oh, this is so. This is the high so. Point. You know, I said, you know, sorry, that's too low of a level. He said, okay, he left. <gasps> then I get a tell, and now notice my my way of shouting this was free mighty armor enchant. I'm in front of the violet citadel. The next tell I get is, where are you at? I go, I'm in front of the Violet Citadel. <laughs> like I, get I said. A, I get a tell back that goes, I'm in front of Violet Hold. I said, okay. I'm in front of Violet, Citadel. In front of Violet Citadel. How many times do you want to say this back and forth? Then I get, well, where's that at? And I go, if you hit your M key, it brings up this picture, and it has these words that say Violet Citadel, and I'm, I'm in front of those words. Come, come to me. <laughs> So in the meantime, uh, every once in a while, somebody did actually figure it out and get over to me to get an enchant. While in the meantime, somebody else would send me a tell and spend five minutes talking to me about how much they really wanted the enchant, but not actually come to me and get the enchant, and therefore I ran out of mats. So that was my first day of it. Now I'm up to the point where I'm trying to give away armsman enchants, which is the threat and parry uh, glove enchant. Yeah, and let me bitch about that uh, live on air right now, okay. because as a bear tank... Um, you know that's the that's the big tanking glove enchant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bears can't parry. <laughs> I think they have like such big paws, they would be able to like get get them in the way. Not yeah. so much. Apparently, the developers do not agree with your assessment. <laughs> so yeah, Blizz, um, perhaps um, two percent threat and dodge would have been more universally useful to all tanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, dodge. Considering every tank kind of uses dodge. So I'll just be stacking the old uh, Jillian chants on the gloves once again. That's uh, it's kind of depressing. Well, it was also... I mean, I got my um, Titan Steel Destroyer, um, which oh. I was using as my DPS weapon and my tanking weapon for a while, but then I got the... Staff that drops off of Sagnosa in yeah, uh, Violet, Violet Hold. Hold. Yes, 
which was a wonderful high stamina uh, tanking staff, and looking at enchants, realized that the end game burning crusade enchant of thirty five agility was still probably the most sensible thing for me to put on there because there really wasn't anything that burning crusade not burning crusade that wrath of the lich king had to offer that really was of interest to a bear right um like what were you thinking guys i mean you're trying to make all the tanks equally viable and i don't mind because i beat my i actually went in there recently and solo farmed the freaking eridar deathbringers which of which you get one or two spawning in each uh Architraz. Right, right, right. And finally got the damn enchant on my character. Because, of course, it never dropped while well. that would have actually been, you know, useful. Mm-hmm. And, but it was still interesting to, to look at and say, hmm. Even though I was looking at some of the weapon ones, and it may be that I'm just so far out of touch as far as procking things, because for the longest time they you would not proc, proc for yeah, a druid. Right, right. And there may be a fine tanking enchant that is proc based. That I am just not getting because I'm not keyed to look at them from that perspective. Right. But it was, yeah, it was a little like, eh, I guess I'll just drop 35 agility on this, which is okay because <laughs> the mats were less expensive. Right. Um, but still. Looking forward to 3.1 where the, uh, you know, the shield block that they're giving to bears will be attack power based. Then maybe the really high level attack power two hander uh, will be sensible. Right. And they're also putting in stave enchants with the next patch as well. Some staff-specific ones, not just two-hand weapon. Oh, really? Enchant stave. I haven't looked closely at what those will huh. be. That's interesting. Yeah, I'll take a look at those. So, that was the end of my uh, enchanting. I have the mats to get up to 440 now, just so I'm pretty go, happy about that. Go buy some vellum. Yep. Or send Muggy the mats for him to make you vellum. Yep. And, and go from there. Go from there. Yeah, that's probably what I'll have to do. And just, I mean, I've been stacking stuff on the auction house. Because what the nice thing about Vellum is it lets you get the skill up right now. Right. So I've got myself to 440. Right. And was able to, now going actually buying some of the higher level enchants. Yeah. And the armor enchant to um, cloak doesn't sell particularly well. Right. But also, as always, enchants cost nothing to put on the auction house. Oh. Because y- there is no set value so for it to base no its percentage value. off of. Right, right, right. So at least it's a no harm, no foul kind of thing. You just keep posting up there over and over again. And eventually it sells. <laughs> and really, to me, anything I get paid for those is just found money. Yep. Because that's money I would have spent on mats to just get the damn skill-ups. Yeah. And anytime I sell one of those off the auction, I was like, hey, money I never thought I would have. Right. Cool. I mean, I, I got to say, you know, in getting rid of the, the mighty armor, I did have one person come over, and like I said, I just said free. I didn't mention donations or tips, and somebody did give me a $20 tip, or 20 gold tip. Beautiful. Um, so that was nice. And I got a couple of people saying, oh, that's really nice of you. And it's like, you know, look, I just, I, I'm going to do this either way. Yep. I don't really care about the money for it. All I want to do is get my damn skill up. And I don't have any equipment on me that I could just enchant five times in a row without burning some enchant that I really want on it. So, I will keep endeavoring, I believe, to either give it away free, and if it doesn't work, then yeah, I'll just go with the uh, Velium route and call it good. Yep. Velium. I, just, I love your brain. 
Yeah. I just I just love your brain. I know. And what it does with vocabulary. It I hear your vellum, way of saying it. And it and becomes then, Vellium. And I, I know, what, where's Vellium from? EverQuest. Okay. Yeah. That's why Vellios? I keep hearing it and I keep thinking of Vellium. I say Tabard and you say Talbert. Yeah. And all kinds of people that I actually post on forums and I see in game call it Talbert's. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know what a Talbert is. I know what a Tabard is. I just think as long as everybody understands what you're talking about, then I'm right. Well, actually, my brother, <laughs> um, who's arguably a larger scale nerd than I am, really uh, was showing me videos from TED, uh, which is the Technology Entertainment mm. Development, uh, or Design, rather, uh, conference, which is basically they try and get the smartest people they can find together to do presentations to other smart people. Okay. And for two years running, he's been able to attend TED, which is a major coup. Right. Now, he's attending as basically a serf or servant. Oh, um, okay. Uh, through his, he works for uh, Red Hat, and through them, he's able to go there and, and provide services, but he gets to freaking go to TED. Right. Um, if you've never looked into TED Talks, go to YouTube or go to TED.com uh, or TED.org. I forget which it is. And... He showed me the speech from this woman who's a lexiconographer. Uh-huh. And so, you know, that, that's pretty high nerd ratio. Right. There. And had the had a, the, a good balance between competent, professional, and uh, hot nerdy chick going on. <laughs> nice. You know, the, the red square yeah. frame glasses. Naughty librarian. And, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and but really knew her stuff and was a very good presenter. And did a great presentation on why the form factor of the dictionary uh-huh. is a thing of the past. It's a book, and that the the internet versions are actually the better future. Okay, and that this obsession we have, well, well, that word's not in the dictionary, right? Is exactly counter to her job as a lexicographer. Ah, she wants to go out and find those new words that are in use. And basically, if you use a word and it conveys the point, yeah. it's a word. Booyah! I so love her. She is your <laughs> new. So go find the TED Talk nice. uh, from the naughty librarian. Um, and she gives a great talk about that. And I thought of you. <laughs> so uh, the scary flip side to that means UrbanDictionary.com now is completely legitimate. Absolutely. Everything on there. She really digs that kind of thing wow. where people... Share that information, and she can discover new stuff. Yeah, I've had people at work tell me some new stuff when I'm on there. It's like, oh. Just, just because they are real words yeah. does not necessarily mean they are appropriate in all settings or professional right. in all settings. Well, there's someone that could get pretty, uh, pretty descriptive. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Let me have another glass of wine. We'll, we'll, get, we'll dig into that later. <laughs> okay, I had a tell here from the Black Void from... Oh, God, you're going to make me say it. Jock Fenton? Or, I don't see this, these, these weird Scandinavian terms. Jock Fenton? Jock, Jock, Jock Fenton? Whatever. Uh, let's see. Can you and Railvus... Um, Railvus isn't here. No. <laughs> Choose what race my rogue shall be, please. Um, I declare he shall be a gnome. Uh, if you want to fail. Um, hello, gnome-wise. Weak. Best rogue ever. What? <laughs> what? Oh, you're the cross-dresser that plays a chick as your rogue. So, yeah, do tell. Um, yeah, okay. So, if you're... 
It depends really what you want to do with your rogue. If you want to be punted and laughed at, then yes, a gnome is a perfectly fine choice. Mm-hmm. And to be mocked and have no soul. If you want to actually have some sort of utility, then you could actually go with something like, oh, I don't know, a night elf for shadow meld. You could go with a human for... Female dwarf. That'd be okay, because they're so rare. Yeah, exactly. I mean, no it, one, it people, would, people won't even believe they're seeing something. Like, that couldn't possibly be a female dwarf rogue, because so yeah. it adds to your stealth. Yeah, that's pretty good. I, I would think, you know, if you're going to try it, and hey, dwarf rogue, go to town. <sighs> Humans with the addition of the fall of humanity? Yeah. I would think that would be a pretty powerful rogue, an aggro wipe. Uh, no, Ex- fall of humanity is... Uh, thing death, isn't it? I don't know, to tell you it the is, truth. I don't have a human. We yeah. need Gwenora here for that one. So <laughs> I'm not sure if it's a more effective or an equivalent aggro hold yeah. to Shadow Meld. I know I have... See, I haven't looked at that. I know every man for himself. Every man for himself. That's it used to be. It was in beta. It was called Fall of okay. Humanity. Now it's every man for every himself. man for himself. Is not, it's not a uh, feign death. Okay, it's, what is it? it? You get rid of all movement impairing uh, ah, abilities. Never mind. But it shares a cooldown with everything else that would do that for you. So a trinket that does it. Never mind. Yeah, not as good. Speaking of shadow meld, though, but yeah. since we are in the tangent okay, section, sure. um. Over this weekend, uh, when I wasn't busy talking to people in far-off lands via the ether, the magical waves that come out of the radio token device, uh, I reminded myself why I don't pug. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I got myself into a heroic Utgard pinnacle, uh-huh. which I am now more confident in my heroicness of my... <laughs> low, I am huge. Yeah. And it was in there just as DPS, which is good, because I hate having to run things and make decisions, and I'd rather let Ragok take care of that. Thank you very much. Right. And, yeah, I've gotten very spoiled yeah. as a tangent to the tangent. Um, we had our warlock friend re-roll a death knight, go tanking with it, and it has never looked back. Yeah. And so I'm most of the time finding myself in the DPS role. And once uh, dual specs hit with 3.1, I'll be finding myself in either the DPS or the heal, healy healy role, depending on who's logged in. Right. Um, it's been an interesting shift in attitudes. But anyway, so I was DPS, cat DPSing in this heroic card pinnacle. And... To our credit, we made it all the way through. Oh, yeah. Nobody gave up. We did, <laughs> we did have to switch out healers, not because they wanted to leave, because real life reared its head, so they brought in another guildie. So we switched from a paladin healer to a tree druid healer. Okay. Major rooster block with the guy on the proto-drake who does the, the frost drop. Right. Just We just weren't communicating well, and you know, they, they gave me the job of harvesting the uh, harpoons. And so I was grabbing them and using them immediately. So I grabbed them, and if I had one in inventory when he was in position, I'd shoot him. Ah. Like three wipes into that guy. Yeah. It was revealed to me that he thought I was going to be saving all six of them up and then telling him when I was going for it. Ah. So every time the guy dropped out of the sky, it was it was a surprise to the tank. Oh, I should have picked him up before he one-shotted our healer. Shouldn't I have? Yeah. Plus, at, at least once during that run, it bugged out where he dropped the curtain of the of the frost, and it didn't dissipate, and he dropped it on the other side, so there was nowhere to go. Oh, my God. Yeah, so we were standing there all WTFing to each other of, uh. we're all going to die through no fault of ours because there's 
frost mist on both sides here, and we're going to die. Yeah, they. Uh, I've had times where I've gotten all the way down to the end, and you know we're trying to wait for that optimal moment to mm-hmm. just drop the the, uh, the Drake out of the sky, and he just resets. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be a fairly that, buggy encounter. Yeah, it's uh, so partially it was incompetence or lack of communication on our part. Part of it was the bugginess of the encounter. Um, so we yeah we threw ourselves against that entirely too many times. The, yeah. the, before that and after that was fairly smooth. Um, we had a few moments of where the healer and I were, were getting going back and forth with some witty repartee, mm. and <clears throat> the healer was paying attention to that in, instead of the fact that the tank was pulling. Oh, <laughs> just, oh, were, you, were we playing? <laughs> oh yeah, game. So sorry, <laughs> the game. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh crap! I just lost the game. Damn you! Oh, Gee, I'd forgotten about it. So. <sighs> anyway, so yeah, as on one hand, they were a fine group where. People didn't get emo and drop out and say, you guys suck, I'm out of here. Maybe the fact that we'd already killed one boss um, and we were all you know, saved to that instance yeah. encourages people to not maybe walk away quite so readily. You know, let me let me hit a tangent on that. Tangent I, on a tangent. I don't like the fact that they, uh, there's quite a number of instances now that save you before you even engage a boss. There's a new feature in beta. What's that? 15 second warning when you zone in, uh-huh. a dialogue pops up saying, accept or cancel, you're about to be saved to this instance by entering it. Yes Ooh. or no. Eh. So it'll alert you to the fact that you haven't been saved to one yet, you're about to be saved to it, and do you really want to be? I'm not sure if I like that. Why? Because if you have the point where you're in a group... Mm-hmm. I have to get again. See, we always hit these things you on just, air, and I have to give myself some thought. Yeah, well, you it. just whined about it, and I gave you well, the no, answer. Well, no, I'm whining about the fact I liked I liked it the way it was prior to that, where until you killed a boss, ah. you did not save. Yeah. So now, if, if you enter an instance where someone has killed a boss, yeah. you saved. I mean, my my problem I ran into is I went to go do a Nax run, and I walked in, and they were already on the uh, the military wing, mm-hmm. the first boss there, and we went wiped on them once. Their group fell apart, and I was now saved to that yep. instance. Blizzard is looking because they have nerfed the content to the point where pugging raid content is now commonplace. They're realizing that their raid lockout system is no longer as valid as it used to be, and it is, you know, quote, under review. Mm, okay. So we may see a change in that system in Some the not-too-distant future, okay. where either it goes away, or you only get locked to something when you kill the end boss. We yeah. don't know what form it's going to take. They just know that they are, they are aware that, that it can suck. Yeah. And that they're looking into different options. Well, and I can see that, too, because, I mean, you know, we're looking at even just our small guild. We've already got probably three people that are almost to the point where five mans just don't mean anything anymore. And if we, I mean, it's not a far... Muggy and and Glow. Glola, yeah. Of course. And, I mean, I'm close, and Glola's really close, and Muggy might be done by now. Um, He's frightening is what he is. Yeah. But but I would see our whole guild, or at least ten of us, getting to that point within the next few weeks, and uh, you know maybe a month, and then having all of our ten man content on a week lockdown means you know kind of what do we do? I guess it's all time. Possibly. I mean, what I see, <laughs> what I'm actually I'm looking forward to. I touched on this last week, where we're looking at a, a point here where we're going to be bringing some people who. We've never really done endgame content with before, mm-hmm. and who have absolutely never raided before into raid content. Yep. 
So we had damn well better be to the point where we've maxed out our gear and our enchants. Oh, I'm going. Because to a certain extent, especially when they're brand new, we're going to be carrying them. Yeah, I'm going to be more dots on TeamSpeak, baby. More dots. <laughs> I'm going to be flipping out. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I administer that server, and I can kick your ass. <laughs> no, I mean, I think, you know, I mean, heck, we're planning on doing a uh, 10-man vaults this, uh, not this Sunday, but... Uh, Next Sunday, we're obviously the following first organized Sunday. thing of getting 10 of us, 10 of the 80s right. together. And, and that's a good starting place. And yeah, obviously, there's going to be the learning time and such, but I also have faith in our, our folks that we're going to get to the point where doing knacks in a couple nights isn't that challenging. And God knows... Absolutely, we're going to get there, but yeah. at the beginning... Right, right. People gear-wise and experience-wise... We're going to be carrying. Well, they'll, yeah, I'm they'll looking, need help. I, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, they'll need help. I mean, it'll it'll be a great learning experience. I think it'll be a good time. My point is that once we get to the point where we can clear it, mm-hmm. what do we do then with the rest of the week if everybody's kind of done on five mans? By then, yeah. Ulduar would have shipped. Okay, so hopefully we got ten man Ulduar to carry us through or, and or to smite us into dust. Yeah. We'll see. Or we could always just go to the Oculus. Exactly. <laughs> Which we'll talk about after the break. So, you are listening to Casually Hardcore, and even though Octil and Hordak uh, facepalm and realize that the casuals have taken over, true, we are live on WoW Radio. Uh, whenever I say that, they just kind of cringe and say, why, why are we here with these people? But anyway. It's big, happy family. Neener and Neener and Neener. Yep. Got some web... Terra Nova queued up for you. This is yet another submission from our listener base. Again, if you want to submit music that you've created or convince someone you know who creates great music to submit it to us and basically say we're allowed to use it in our podcasts and are not affiliated with the RIAA in any way whatsoever, please send information to music at wcradio.com. Here comes some web with Terra Nova. You're listening to Casually Hardcore, only on WCRadio.com. Where's my drink?
Okay, guys, listen up. This is very important, so listen closely. When you see the blizzard being cast, do not move it. Stand still. Run away from it. Just stand where you are. And remember, when you see the rings of fire appear on the floor, you must not at any time move or turn or do anything. It is imperative that you do this, otherwise you'll wipe the raid. Everybody clear? Okay, let's go. Has this ever happened to you? Is your guild suffering from a breakdown in communication? Then you need a premium quality Ventrilo server from UGTServers.com. Choose your location and choose from some of the cheapest servers around and have your new server set up in minutes. Unlike many other providers, low prices don't mean crippled servers. UGT Servers lets you choose from premium quality codecs for the best sound quality around at no extra charge. And you can even let your entire guild share the cost of the server using the unique guild deposit system. Doesn't your guild deserve the best? Get your premium quality Ventrilo server from UGTServers.com. That's UGTServers.com. And enjoy crystal clear voice communication. It's not brain surgery. It's just a radio station. Although we do mess with your head from time to time. From Tanaris all the way to Nobregon, this is WOW Radio. Well done, Grail. Nice. The moment I key the mic, you slam the door. <laughs> Casually Hardcore Live on Wild Radio continues with myself, Gnomewise. And myself, Grail. And we were just about to talk about our experiences in Heroic Oculus. <sighs> Grail, 15 bear asses. Go. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, uh, the, the best thing that summed it up was when we were... Uh, Say, trying to determine where to go after we finally finished the stupid place. Uh-huh. And we were saying, well, who should get to pick the next en- instance? And uh, I believe Barry mentioned, he said, well, whoever portal, portal is out should uh, get to pick the best, uh-huh. the next instance. And my, of course, reaction was, that would be Lay Guardian Arios, or whatever his <laughs> name is, because he portals out of there about a hundred times. <laughs> Yeah, we kind of failed at Heroic Oculus last night. Wow. Repeatedly. We got him. But we got him. We took us a while to, to understand the strategy and would have had not to die. mortgage my firstborn if we, we were actually playing uh, repair bills. Well, and thank God we're all uh, naked. Yeah. That, and that's a, a strategy for that. Because <laughs> in the end, when you're doing the back of the Drake fights, and this was somewhat annoying to me, your character doesn't mean diddly nothing it's all about the abilities of the drake so you might as well just shed all your gear so it doesn't take damage when you get killed repeatedly um because you suck and oh my (laughs) god did we and i'll own that yeah um yeah it's it's an interesting it's a twist where blizzard's in the in the rock and hard place of they want to change up boss fights and give different ideas and different ways of killing bosses and the taking away everything you've been practicing and replacing it with something brand new. Right. I've been sculpting my character to be a certain way, and now you want me to just do something totally different for this one fight. That's really hard. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I've heard it, I guess, the... The nice way or the the kind of defending it way is that they're putting in fights that encourage you to play very well. It has nothing to do with your gear... It's just about how Are well you attention? can you play. And Are you sitting comfortably? I agree with you. I personally don't like that because then what's the point of the gear? Mm-hmm. I understand that player skill, and I want to see player skill, but at the same time, you know, there has there you have to give me kind of that cookie to shoot for. And if I'm not going to get to use the cookie when I have it, <laughs> what the hell is the point of the cookie? Cookie. 
I mean, other than it's a cookie, which I, like the cookie. I, I didn't know cookies had to have points, but nonetheless. Yeah, I got, I got, I sunk a lot of points in the cookie, okay? <laughs> I got five points in cookie. Hey. One in cake. What about pie? No. What? No pie. Oh, man, you gnome I'm, failure. I am a pure cake build. Ugh. Cake you got a problem been, with cake build? Cake has been nerfed. Okay, you go to elitistjerks.com and they will tell you cake build is the only build you should be going for. Spreadsheet cake. cake. Spreadsheet, spreadsheet cake? Spreadsheet it. It's been spreadsheeted. All right. Okay. I want to see, and I the, numbers see the numbers. tell me that cake is the way to spec. I think your formula is jacked. Uh-huh. Well. All right. So. <laughs> what I would expect from a pie specker, okay? Uh, hey. Hey. Grail is officially, he's outed himself as a pie specker. I, I spec pie for the win. I'm sorry, I'm about winning, not about cake. Uh, cake. Cake is for just show. Specking cake gives much greater <laughs> utility to the entire group. Thank you very much. So if you want to be selfish and spec pie, that just improves your performance, then fine. Be that way. I'm all about specking cake, which helps everybody and myself all at the same time. So I'm not sure I can I can stay here and continue doing the show with, with a pie specker. Remember at the beginning when we were talking about maybe it wouldn't have been a good idea just to not do the show? I think this last segment kind of drove that one home. <laughs> Stop making sense. Yeah. Um, so anyway. So anyways, why don't we go back to the beginning, though? Because Lake Guardian Aragos, now I have his name right, uh, is the last guy we fight there. So there is a few bosses beforehand. And Oh, you actually want to do this as a Masters of Five? Yeah, let's do it as Master of Five. You stud. I know. Let's, we just did it. Let's I'm do it. I'm willing to forgive the whole All party. All right. Just on the strength okay. of you bringing me back on track. Can so. we agree on brownies? Duh. Okay, there you Everyone go. Everyone should take five points. Uh, yeah. That's, just, that's a no-brainer. Obviously. And if I were still on the diet, I'd be wrestling you to the floor and needing <laughs> a windpipe at this point. But thankfully for you, I've eaten a pizza today. Oh, so uh, there you go. Just You'll don't talk to me after tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to have a sip of my fine uh, vintage uh, Penfelds right now, so you talk. Okay. So, you go into the Oculus, which I, overall, aside from that last fight, which we'll get to, I think is a very interesting zone. Point okay. of order? You're... What, what did we promise to do before every okay. of five? So, we are in Borean Tundra. You are going to need to go to the Koldara Shield. The Transitus Shield. Shield in Koldara. And it's right. It's basically the entrance is right above the entrance to the Nexus. Yep. So, if you've already done Walk the upstairs. Nexus, then just run up to the top level portal. Um, personally, like I said, we did this on Heroic last night, but... Overall, the fights are, like any heroic, pretty close to the same, except the damage is a lot more. They have a lot more health, and (laughs) And they hit you a lot harder. Exactly. So, uh, basically, the entire uh, point of the instance is to fight your way up to the top. So, you're spending a lot of time going around rings, um, and at first, you're just walking around them until you meet the first boss, and at which point, you unleash these three... Uh, captive dragons that mm-hmm. then hook you up with dragons to get help you get around and navigate. So let's talk about the first let's boss talk that about unlocks him. that, and then we'll move on. And that would be Dracos the Interrogator. The Interrogator? You will talk to us now? Now? Yeah. Now? No. No. Okay. Fine. Be that way. Okay. So. <laughs> Don't look at the void! I sh- no, I'm looking at comments, which is even worse. Um, oh Alright, so, Dracos the Interrogator. Not a very challenging fight. Nope. He has a couple abilities. He can Thunder Stomp, which is he stomps the ground. Uh, basically, everybody gets launched into the air. You land. You keep kill- kicking his butt. Um, and then he has an ability to also pull everybody to him, which is... 
cleverly enough named Magic Pole. Oh, hey! <laughs> so, That's original. So, honestly, this is pretty much as close to a Take and Spank as you're going to get. Yeah. Um, you basically walk in. He's on a little circular platform. Watch the edges. I mean, you can fall off the edges, so don't stand there. Don't stand in the fire. Yeah, don't, don't stand, stand in the, in the void. It's, it's very similar. Um, otherwise, just drill him down. Uh, and once he's down... What does he drop? You will get... Well, how do you want to handle this? you want to do heroic drops or normal drops? Normal drops. Okay. I mean, we always approach this from the... Okay. We'll, from the so, from a normal drop, assuming you're in here, probably around level 80, uh, we have the Life Blade of... Oh, Jesus. Belgar... Life Blade of Jesus? Has? I didn't know Jesus carried an <laughs> yeah. weapon. I thought he was all about maces. Jesus will shank you in the I'm corner, man. I'm going straight man. to hell for that one. I will okay. save you a spot at the bar. Do go on. So, it's a dagger. Uh, nice DPS. It's 1.8 speed, so not the most optimal for a mutilate spec or uh, even for an offhander. But some people do like the big bang in the, uh, in the mutilate, so... Have that. There's Runic Cage Chess Piece, which is a male chess piece. Uh, 37 stamina and 51 intellect. Uh, has some spell power on it. Uh, very shaman. Verdisa's Cuffs of Dreaming, which is cloth bracers. And the Timeless Beads of Eternos. This is a neck item with stamina, intellect, and spirit, and increases uh, spell power. Sweet. So there you go. Now, more importantly, he unlocks a choice. Yes. And you are greeted with three NPCs. They will offer you a red drake as your mount for the rest of the instance, a green drake, or an amber drake. And the basic... And we're back to the Holy Trinity again of tank, healer, DPS. The red drake has tank-like abilities. Right. The green drake has healer-like abilities, and the amber drakes have DPS-like abilities. And you don't really use the drakes heavily until the end boss fight, but you will use them to get around and kill off airborne bad guys before you engage things on floating platforms. Right. They have uh, what we consider their basic abilities when you first get them, and eventually you're going to unlock their ultimate ability, which is when you're ready to take on the final boss. So, yeah, at the beginning... um, Unfortunately for us, I don't think either of us have ever rid or, or rode a uh, red drake. No, you're right. You you rode a green one for the I first have, time during our yeah. lovely heroic yeah. run. So I can tell you, with the green one, basically you get a dot you can put on uh, creatures that heals yourself. Nice. And then your other abilities... Um, are based upon giving your health to other people or giving your health to do a debuff. Um, and that I forget which one exactly is the ultimate ability. I believe it's the debuff one, which uh, reduces the damage. And since I was running DPS in that run, uh, the Amber Drake in its mild form gives you basically a straight damage attack and a time stop ability, which will basically freeze time for all the mobs around you for X number of seconds and then bring them back. And when you're clearing trash, you don't even really need that. You just basically spam the number one and just damage, 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 damage. Pound your way through. Keep an eye on your drake. If it does get really damaged, ask your green drake for a heal. Or just land, dismount, remount, and it's healed. (laughs) And between engagements, when you're not in combat, you get a buff called Soar that increases your health regen and speed. Yeah. So for getting around, you go very quickly, and you if you wait to engage that next trash mob, you will heal up quite readily. Right, right, Now, right. the Red Drake, I know in its ultimate form at least, has the Martyr ability where it basically, if everyone is close enough, redirects 
all damage taken by all party members to the tank. Correct. And hopefully the greens are on him saying, you're not going to die, you're not going to die, you're not going to die. <laughs> In theory. Yeah. Um, it does. It's something you have to learn, and all of your skills and abilities that you've learned playing your character up at this point go right out the window, because you're dealing with a very limited skill set and a new way of playing when you're flying these drakes, right. which is, to me, was annoying just because we were failing so <laughs> resoundingly last night. And But also, to me, is, hey, that switches it up, and it made us think... And we had to figure out how to do it. Right. We changed up our group assignments, and we wound up with two green drakes, two amber and one red. Um, so I think I'd say on balance it's a good thing. Right. It made us think. It challenged us and made us do something different rather than the good good old-fashioned tank spank grind. Yeah. and As, as annoying as it was. The other piece is, is that you can always, as we found out last night, you can switch out your drakes. If you want to change your configuration for uh, the last boss, you can go back down, talk to one of the uh, the three guys that come out of the cages, and just say, here, I want to trade in my amber drink for a green drake or whatever you need to do. Yep. Um, so you soar around, and now your next task is you have to drop uh, these shields that are basically these little nexus shields that are holding in the next boss or yep. the next boss is protected by a very large shield you have to go take out his little pylon like shields around him and then it drops his shield and you require more best being guys exactly uh, they'll be the large construct style yeah. guys with casters around them, yeah. very easy spot big energy beams going on and small groups of three and four you go yeah. go and there's a couple of uh, variations of it. one you'll either have the large constructs surrounding a caster right or you'll have one uh, construct surrounded by a bunch of casters um the thing to be aware of especially again you know we're kind of mixing the two but on heroic is the casters like the aoe (laughs) oh my god yes and so you got to be a little wary of that obviously spell interrupts are very helpful um otherwise just get out of dodge and let them finish their blizzard or their flame strike and then jump back in and and hit as since i've been in dps mode a lot more playing my rogue light in in cat druid form i've been really embracing your challenges that you've been (laughs) about as a rogue and um f whirlwind yeah just just screw that ability because oh damn it's it's just how to become a clothy in one easy step stand in the whirlwind if we ever feel the need to uh imitate uh octail and hordak i could do a whole rant about that one boss in nexus you know i don't want to go off on a rant here yeah holy crap the guy in ukar pinnacle if you're not paying attention oh yeah yeah he can he can hammer you pretty good and i've realized that the tactic has to be is you have to have some kind of timer going and know beforehand when he is going to Whirlwind and get out of dodge. Yep. And that's really your only hope because mouse turning and running as fast as your character can run it. I'm a feral cat druid with all the points in speed increase that are available. And even if I hit dash... It's not fast enough Game to get out over. of the inevitable two hits that just take you down. Yep. Coming back from that little so, micro rant there, you kill all the you kill all these uh, down the shield. Right. You down the shield, and you have to fly around. There's some on the inner ring, and then there's uh, on several the on the outer rings. Once you've downed all those. Another tangent. Okay. This is a very nice instance that is built around, if you stand outside the Nexus and look up, you're looking at the instance. Right. They've designed the instance to be what you were looking at. So you go up, and you're on all the floating islands that you can look at. And if you fly around outside, the architecture is identical. 
you're just looking at the non-instance versions of all the floating stuff. Right. And it's not populated by the, quite the same mobs. Right. Actually, you go up there for a daily that is provided by the uh, Wormrest Accord. But, um, yeah, it's really, it's, it's you know, technically an outdoor instance. Not that that means anything anymore, since pretty much everything works inside and out. And looks dead sexy. Yes. So no, it's beautiful. You do the floating place. islands and the inner rings, kill all those groups, and the shield drops, and you can access the next boss. Right. Who is annoying. He's annoying. And, you know, actually, uh, now that I think about it, and I believe somebody in the Black Void did mention it, uh, one thing about uh, last ability on that first boss, though, is the time bombs. Because he does ah, have the little yes. swirling bombs. Again, this is very a la... Was that Draco? No, it's on this boss. We're about to talk to we're, no, we're about to talk about. Does this guy have the time bombs? Yeah, I thought this guy had the Veros lightning. the Cloud Strider has the AoE frost bombs and the time oh, bombs. okay. So we're about to talk about it. Okay. Uh, Dracos the Interrogator did not have time bombs. He's the, he's the Draconoid guy. Half dragon, half humanoid was the first guy. Now we're looking at Varos Cloud Strider, who is the first humanoid guy after you drop the shields. No, he's a Draconoid. Draconid. Cla- You're right. Draconid, yeah. Various Cloud Strider is a Draconid. I'm um, thinking of Mage Lord Urum then. Yeah. No, the guy, the, the first guy you fight, the interrogator, interrogator, does put out the little time bombs. And so all you have to do in that case is just move out of the way. That's right. I'm thinking yes. of a different time bomb mechanism. It's basically think Mechanar. Yeah, think first exactly. boss and Mechanar. They're the same graphic even. Right. They're the little floating bombs that, that bounce around a la pinball and eventually will, will detonate. Yep. And we just DPS through it. Just DPS through. It's pretty easy to heal if you through. You can't avoid it. Don't doom. worry about it. Um, but yeah. yeah. No. So that moves. No, this guy is a little more annoying, especially when uh, one of his abilities just only targets your healer. Yeah. Um, well. And especially when your healer is a paladin mm-hmm. who has to keep moving and can't do like most hots. of their spells. Yeah, exactly. So uh, his abilities are such fun things as covering a third of the platform with uh, bolts of energy. Yeah. You don't want to stand don't in stand that. in the uh, sparky lightning. Uh, constantly, yeah, to constantly be really uh, ready to adjust and turn, especially in the case where you have uh, melee DPS because your tank is facing one way, your DPS is on the other side, and chances are one of the two groups is going to be in one third. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to be ready to move on him. Uh, the other thing he likes to do is he summons in a, a Drake Rider yep. that Ooh. shoots a large beam of light, which in our case targeted our healer nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> Ion cannon charging. Yeah, and it just don't stand. It's not holy light. It's, <laughs> do not stand in the big honking beam of death. Right. Yeah. Get out of that. So, so. It, it is a definitely a mobile fight. Yeah. That Keep moving. Sure. Keep away from the energy. Uh, he does have a debuff, uh, amplified magic debuff. So obviously, and of course, and then he casts magic attacks on you, which right. makes you so drop like a if you have girl. something that can cleanse that or. or uh, um, Remove that debuff. That would be very useful. You require more Vespine gas. Exactly. You must build more pylons. So, honestly, in our case, we just kind of tanked him in the center. Yep. We didn't really try to have any pattern or where we're going to move. We just stayed mobile. We're really Stay- overly reliant on our superior healing. I think we're really, really, we're really spoiled. <laughs> yeah. So I'll put that out there. Uh, there's a danger to having... <laughs> Too good of a tank and too good of a healer. And now that I've been in a DPS role here for a couple of months, I'm beginning to realize that. Yeah. Because we, we skipped like whole sections of strategy. Was, ah, we'll, we'll just DPS through it. Because we were confident that we would be kept upright 
through yeah. our own stupidity. Yeah, that's true. So, cautionary tales. Maybe don't be <laughs> so good of a healer, or or you may yeah yeah hold back a little. Let's yeah, let your team shine. Keep something in reserve for for, the, for your ten man raids. <laughs> so, assuming that you uh, down him, down him, and uh, have a great healer. <laughs> uh, otherwise, stay mobile. Stay out of the the energy. You down him. He drops the wing commander's breastplate. A plet strength plet. Uh, Penfeld's uh, Shiraz <laughs> and Cabernet Sauvignon combo uh, available at a wine store near you. The wing commander's breastplate, which is a plate chest piece with strength, stamina, uh, and hit rating on it. So this is arguably, and it's got a, a blue gem socket with a strength bonus. So it leans a little bit towards DPS, but you could certainly gem it for tanking. Um, everybody can use hit rating up to a certain point. The horned helm of Varos, leather headpiece, uh, all about uh, the boomkin in your life, has haste, spell power, and a nice yellow socket on it with stam and int. The centrifuge core cloak, uh, reasonably high armor, agility and stam, haste and attack power um, for the cat druid and or rogue in your life. Yep. And the glows of the azure lord, cloth gloves, gloves. Wow, I'm doing really well tonight. I'm talking like Grail Talks. That's just, Don't drink alcohol, kids. <laughs> don't do drugs. Uh, cloth, gloves, stamina, intellect, spirit, and spell power. Yeah, I was just going to stay quiet during that whole one. Just let you keep going and going. Uh-huh. Though I did like from the uh, Grey Void, uh, Wing Commander. That's yeah, right. Wing Commander. Great, great game. Great, great game. Series of Lousy games. movie. Yeah, the bald <laughs> Mr. Biggleworth, Karathi, not so cool. Look at what you've done to Mr. Bigglesworth. Who knows? Anyway. Um, all right, so you've downed another boss. Good job. Woohoo! Now you get to chase jerk off around the <laughs> ring. <laughs> also known as our favorite boss. Yeah, this would be, oh, God, what's his name? Mage Lord uh, Uram. Yep. Mage Lord Again, Uram. Again, in between all these guys... You are clearing any whelps and or drakes, blue drakes that you encounter, which are laughably easy to kill. Yes. Um, just clear them out of the sky, because they will join these boss fights if they're too close. Right. It's a good idea. Yeah, kill as many as you feel the need to, to keep, yeah, to be comfortable If you see fighting. them and you have a question as to whether they're close enough, they're close just enough. Kill. Go kill them. It's so cake. It's yeah. not funny. Go get them. Just do it. Just punch the one key. All right. So you fly up to the next set of rings, and on the outer ring, you'll see a guy standing in a little circle, shining his light. Kind of like in a um, whirlwind kind yes. of a... It's really easy to spot. Yes. So you'll set up, and um, one of the other things to mention real quick about the drakes you have, you have a nice handy little button. Uh, I believe it binds to number six. And you GPS. Hit that, and it's GPS, and little drake will talk to you and say, hey, by the way, this Greater is what you need to drake do. positioning system. Yes. Exactly. So, and if you push the button here, they'll talk to you and say, now you need to take out Mage Lord Uram. By the way, he's a conjurer, probably not alone. Mm-hmm. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Dramatic foreshadowing. Ta-da. Done. So you land on the first platform, you buff up, you go over, and as soon as your tank or whomever in- engages Mage Lord Uram, he, he does a speech. He goes, ha ha ha, you guys suck, I'm out of here. Poof! And summon some ads. Yep. And so you start off, I believe, with some Naga. Yep. And Naga, it's Naga, four Naga. or five of them. Not a big deal fight. Very cake. Tank, walk. set your kill order. Exactly. Down You them. can AOE it if you want to. If you got yeah. a tank that can hold them, just AOE burn them down. 
No problem. So you get done with that. Get you go tricks. on to the next platform, and there he is again in his little vortex. Oh, you again. Yeah. Oh, pontificate, pontificate, pontificate. Exactly. Uh, I'm out of here. Here's elementals. Have some elementals. Very important. Kill the fire elementals. Kill the fire first. elementals first. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't do that. We didn't wipe. And thus, we sacrificed our gnome. We did sacrifice our gnome. <laughs> so, Sorry, Barry. <laughs> oh, well. So, lesson learned from our uh, our overconfidence. Again, okay. though. Once per instance. Oh, yeah. You have to sacrifice a gnome to the gods of the MMO. You should. So, kill, kill the uh, elementals down again. Once you've dealt with the fire elementals, feel free to just AOE burn them, whatever you need to do. Go on to the next platform. Again, he's standing there in his vortex, feeling very happy about himself. Oh, you again. Oh, you prepared again. speech. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Poof. Have some animal spirits. Mm-hmm. And the most important ones are the uh, drake-looking, the flying's wing serpents. Flying serpents. Serpent. Wow, wing serpents. Yeah. They shoot a chain lightning. Again... They should be pretty much your first Ow, kills. quit it. Yeah. Ow, quit it. Ow, quit it. No, be, ow, I'm dead. Yeah. There'll be two of those. Kill them. The rest are, are cake uh, to, to drop. So now he has appeared in the center. Center uh, ring. Center ring. And you'll head over there. Now you actually have to deal with him. Yeah. He can be. Think, well, they've spread the challenge out amongst all those previous fights, right? Wrong. No. And he, actually, we have reached. Oh, okay. This will be a dramatic moment of tune in after this break for the conclusion of this mighty Masters of Five with the scary, freaky last two bosses. Um, yeah, the drinking light's on, and maybe it's good that we do this thing on Sunday morning. Is yeah, that yeah. Think, beginning to think so. And with <laughs> two other people to act as like damping rods for you. Yeah. Hmm. But anyway, yeah. there we were. Or maybe it's the alcohol making us think that way. Maybe we really are that good right now. Well, duh. Okay, there we go. I'm freaking invincible. How are you? <laughs> we're going like, to delete this MP3 file when we're yes. done, and no one will ever know. We will never speak of this again. You are listening to Casually Hardcore live on WoW Radio. WCRadio.com. We'll be back right after more music from web. This track is called Hey Girl. Hey Girl. Hi. I gotta say something real quick. They made a mention in the Black Void that I said easy as cake because pie is harder. Ugh! I hate you. You're ugly. <laughs> Digitally mastered and completely downloadable. It's the really hyperactive and totally interactive WOW Radio. WCRadio.com.
creative, innovative, and cutting edge. If that describes you, you need to listen up now. YouKnowSolutions.com. Get this programmable LEDs for all your hobbies. You can add a custom kick to all your creations, whether it be display cases, building sets, models, computer case mods, anything you want to light up or customize. The only limit is your creativity. Go to YouKnowSolutions.com today and don't get left in the dark www.unosolutions.com Congratulations, you're a winner! Woohoo! What did I win? You've won a chance to listen to WOW Radio! Alright, I've always wanted a chance to listen to WOW Radio! Thanks, man, you're the best! WOW Radio rules! And shout out to Mickey C for that incredible uh, drop in there. The yeah. WOW Radio rules! It's so sad the last rules gets cut off, though. Yeah, I've, I've tried tinkering with this and telling it not to fade out. Yeah. And it just it refuses to say oh, around with oh well. rules. I guess it, I guess Sam Broadcaster hates us. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. Casually Hardcore continues live on Wild Radio with myself, Gnomewise. And myself, Grail. And we were just about to take on the evil that was Mage Lord Uram. Um. Bum, bum, bum. Okay, so your number one concern, or the first concern that you'll have, is Time Bomb. Yeah. Time bomb he places on a person. Which arguably is a fun mechanic. It's an interesting mechanic. It's a different take on the standard bomb mechanic. Well, it's something that where you can literally, you can prevent this mechanic from causing damage. It right. can be done. All you have to do is be at full health. Yes. That's all it takes. This one does an AoE bomb effect that is equivalent to the amount of health that you're down. So right. if you are down 5,000 health, it will do an AoE of 5,000 5, damage. damage. If your healer heals you to full and it goes off, you do zero. zero damage. It's very nice. Now, note that when you first get hit by the, the you time will bomb, take. you take around 3,800 points of damage. Right. So if you are not healed, um, you'll do a minimum of 3,800 AoE if exactly. you don't run away like a sissy girl. Exactly. So uh, this can be handled, as we said, two ways. Number one, just get out of dodge, get away from people, explode, run back, right. DPS. Number two, if your healer has the bandwidth... Have him throw a hot on you, get you healed up. He has six seconds to get you back to full health Mm -hmm. or some variation very close of that. I mean, doing an AoE of 100 points, no skin off anybody's noses. Right. Second ability is Frost Bomb, which he does constantly. Yes. (laughs) He throws a little Frost Bomb in the air, and it freezes the ground in a decent size radius, and which does periodic damage and slows your movement. This forces you to make this fight very mobile. Every time he frost bombs, you need to have the tank start kiting him along the ring to stay out of the, the frost bomb it's area. It's more or less, though. I mean, realistically, it's a constantly moving fight because this SOB is dropping frost bombs all the all damn time. The time. Now, on heroic mode, they even have the fun filled uh, flavor of stacking on you. Yeah, even So better. you get even more damage. So it's even more important on heroic, but you might as well learn it when you're going through normal. Keep him moving. Every time he frost bombs, take him to the edge of that frost bomb and DPS there. You want to take him to the edge because the frost bomb does last a while. So yes. if you actually take him farther than that and he frost bombs, you can easily start overlapping. Yep. Um, so make sure you just take him right to the edge. DPS what you can. I know we talked about it after the fight and mentioned as a rogue and cat DPS might 
my main goal was to get a stack of dot or uh, a dot on him. Yep, that was it. I was just trying to get five point ruptures and then yep. move out of the way. And I was doing the the cat bleed effect right. equivalent thereof, and just basically your stuff that that will continue to hurt him yeah. while you're running like a sissy girl. Literally, you have a moment of like maybe two seconds to actually do DPS. <laughs> come point, come point, come point. Yeah. Bleed, run. <laughs> I'm so cold. Yeah, and then thrown into all of this is a lovely empowered arcane explosion. Think the end of Sethic Halls yes. with High King Ickis. Talon King Ickis. In a sense, he doesn't teleport you to it. He actually will right. teleport to the center of the rings and basically go, ha ha ha, I'm about to blow you so all up. So much power, but it's worth it. Boom. Right. It's and behind a pillar. There's four pillars nicely positioned around. Get out of his line of sight. Let the bomb go off. He will then port right back to whoever's top on the aggro list. Boom. Start your D and most likely drop a frost bomb oh, what pretty a much immediately. And you start the whole process over. Um... Interesting, I do like this fight for the fact that it's one of the few fights in Wrath that has multiple mechanics to worry about. Yes. It's a very cerebral fight. You need to be paying attention. In that regard. So I do like the fight. Um, He can be a a bit of a pain, especially if you have issues getting out of the frost bomb. Yes. That's the trick. That's the trick. Don't stand in the fire, and if they're standing in the fire, why are you grouped with them? Exactly. Because they were in the Looking for Group channel. Yeah, and I did that one time. <laughs> one time, and look what I got. <sighs> we finished it, but it was <sighs> a larger number of hours than I wished to spend in, oh my god, the repair bill. Yes. Okay. And the freaking gloves didn't drop off the end boss. So. Oh, that's too bad. Why? I why? Or no- nobody in that run who needed leather except me. Uh. It was the time, it was the moment for the leather gloves to drop off of the king, Ymiron or Ymiron or whatever. Yep. Voltron, whoever. And no. Yeah. No plate dropped. Plate. I, I did those gloves the other day. <laughs> Eat me. <laughs> just, just throwing that out there. Okay, so loot for this guy. Yeah, do go on, yes. Okay. Girl of Obscuring. This is a plate girdle. Uh, very lovely figure. Yes. Makes your tank look felt. It's a very tanking girdle. Uh, has some defense on it. Uh, and parry rating. So <laughs> it's plate, so it's already excluding the bear. No one cares. Yeah. Sidestepping handguards. These are lovely leather uh, hands until you get your drop out of UP. Shut your face. <laughs> okay. So this is obviously. Leather DPS. Melee DPS hand, yes. hand piece. Spalders of skillful maneuvers. Male, uh, definitely hunter, enhancement shaman. And the conjurer's slippers, your standard clothy spell power and haste. So, uh, you've downed him, and there's only. Then then you should just leave. (laughs) If you're on heroic? Yeah. Oh my god, just leave. Just go. Just go. It's Count your blessings. Leave. There, are, there's no, there's nothing more for you. Is that badge really worth it? Okay, so, yeah. but if you're stupid, yeah, and, especially you're on heroic, and we're stupid, and we are stupid. Oh my god, are we stupid? Are persistent? We are stupid with microphones. Yes, even better. First thing, get naked. <laughs> Take off all your gear because it doesn't yep. matter it, if you're wearing a tabard. No tabard, not talbard. If you're wearing a talbard, I'm not speaking to you. If you're wearing a tabard <laughs> to give you rep with a certain. Uh, faction leave that on and you know it's slimming as well yes um leave that on take all your stuff that could take damage off because it doesn't matter correct it's all about your drake's abilities in this fight not your 
Yep. You get a whisper from your Drake saying, oh, I've unlocked the following new ability. Dun, 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 ding! Yeah. And it's like a Pokemon. It evolved. That's right. <laughs> and the fact that you know that frightens me. Uh, get back in the ball, Drake. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> Douche. Anyway. Pikachu. I choose you. Pika! Boom. Pika. Electric rat. These are flying electric rats. At least the amber ones are. Moving on. Yeah. Okay, so you've gotten yourself all naked, uh, you've had your little sexy party, and now it's time to get on the drakes. Yep. You mount up your drakes, you fly up to the top, there is a big circling blue dragon. He is named Le Guardian Aragos. He's got lots of kids with him, because yeah. he's creepy that way, and he's got to shield himself with children. Little whelps that you need to uh, murder, and then you'll engage him. <sighs> And then you'll die, and then you'll engage him, and then you'll die. Um, <laughs> Until you read the strats yeah. and actually say, oh, yeah. that's what we were supposed to be doing. There are there are multiple configurations. There's even achievements based around fighting him with excluding an entire color of Drake. Right. Uh, in our t- first few attempts, we did a try it with a red drake, which would be the tanking drake, a green drake, the healing drake, and then three DPS drakes. Kind right. of the... Normal five man. Holy this is how we will try. Tank, it. healer, DPS. Um, things that we found that worked well is we started off first using our time stop, which is the uh, Amber Drake's ability, right at the start of the fight, just yep. one right after another. And sometimes it worked really well, and sometimes he would come out of the time stop in like an instant. It yep. felt like two seconds. It was very strange. We're not sure what we were doing wrong. And yet. I don't know why that was, but it. Uh, we tried that method. We had some issues with some of his abilities. He tends to, at first, he's just shooting out arcane volleys at you and kind of hitting everybody in the raid. Uh, your green drake just needs to keep people healed as, as needed. Um, he then comes th- to the point where he enrages. And he does a vocal emote of such arrogance. Yeah. And that's your cue. And that's we learned that that's where you should be doing your time stops. Yeah, we have, there is a ability on the red drake to help avoid that. However, we found, especially on heroic... The time stops seem to work better. Yeah, save your time time stops. Put them down so it stops the enrage. We also learned to time the abilities of the Amber Drakes. The Amber Drakes have two different methods. One is a direct damage. We just spam number one. And the other, you put a beam on him. And for every 15,000 damage he takes, you get a stack on your particular beam up to 10, and the annoying thing is here when you have multiple Amber Drakes, there's no way of telling whose stack is whose. Right. So you have to communicate well with each other. I'm putting my beam on him, so that first one must be mine. Mm -hmm. And for every 15k damage he takes, you get a stack up to 10, and then when you do direct damage to him, so you basically do number 3 and wait, 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 okay, he's got 10, do number 1, big burst of damage. Boom. The trick is to time it with your fellow Amber Drakes of right before you do your direct damage and the big burst of damage, someone else starts their beam. Right. So when you do well over 15,000 damage to him with your burst, that person goes straight to 10 Boom. and can immediately bur- burn him. So if two or three of you chain that effectively, you're doing massive damage to him. Right. Yeah. It. It. it this fight is tough in our minds to to pug you really need to be able to communicate a lot of with communication each other necessary uh it worked very well to be on team speak now yes. on heroic mode we just 
had issues. Now, his last ability that he does twice during the fight is he phase shifts. He yep. shifts out, he can't be hurt, and he summons big orbs. Which will kill you. You need to get the heck out of the way of those orbs. Now, supposedly Martyr, that ability we mentioned before on the Red Drake, will protect you. Yes. We didn't... That was about a 50-50 chance. Well, because our group <laughs> couldn't tell the difference between clockwise and counterclockwise, <laughs> so I don't think that's the mechanic's fault. I think we suck. So... And the fact that our, our tank changed midstream from saying, okay, we're, you know, we started, we're always going to go counterclockwise, and then mid-flight, in mid-fight called out, okay, we're going clockwise. Yeah. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Oh, God, we died. Oh, uh, yeah. That was so pick right. the direction to go when the orbs come. Go near your Red Drake. If he does Martyr, that at least centralizes the damage to the Red Drake so the Green Drake can keep him up. Yes. But you have to be in proximity, close yes. proximity to your Red Drake for Martyr to work. Martyr redirects all damage that anyone takes to the Red Drake. Right. Otherwise, just get out of dodge. Get all the way over towards the opposite corner, you know, you know Until perpendicular to it, and just let him blow. At that point, go it's back rinse, in. repeat. And so, yeah, you're, that's basically all you're doing. Now... Again, on heroic mode, we got to the point we just were not clicking with that configuration. We had, I went and swapped out to another green drake. So we had two healers, one red, and two damage dealers. This worked really well for us. Once we realized the whole stacking mechanism of having one amber drake start his beam when another one's going to bust his big damage. Right. That helped a lot. Right. So we had that. Um, It also worked. Learning what counterclockwise meant. Yeah. And you know, right, well, so right, we're going right, we're yeah. going right, fine, yeah. great, just say right. Um, but also the fact that we learned that I'm I'm running an X Pearl uh, mod, which I couldn't see everybody's health, mm-hmm. and we found out Glola, our healer, could see everybody's health because he was using the default UI. So in my mod, I would see the player's health, which everybody looked healed all the time. In his mod, he could actually see the or in his normal uh, UI, he could see the Drake's health. Right. So at and that and point, healing the Drakes at that we, point, we uh, we determined that my goal would be to keep our tank alive while he could top off everybody else. Right. And that once we kind of got that mechanic down we'd learned which way right was we finally dropped him and it was much rejoicing yay, yay. and then he and didn't drop he crap didn't drop <laughs> there's potential to drop more than diddly, and that diddly would be i don't have it up so you i really suck. hope you do oh my god the fail here is absolutely tangible what he's not well because it's not on him it's in his little box which is very important the first time you get up there you're gonna see this body that flies way down you go hey Where'd our loot go? (laughs) Why did he just drop out of the instance? Mm -hmm. And then you realize, hey, one of the little pillars actually has a box on it, much a la uh, Hellfire Ramparts. So I have it up now. Uh, We have Headguard of Westrift. This is a male headpiece uh, with lots of attack power and hit rating. Again, Hunter Enhancement Shaman. Aragos Ornamented ornamented Chest Guard. Plate. I am der speaking the English. Uh-huh. So this is a pally plate chest piece with a blue socket, some critical strike, some spell power. Do go on. Not bad. Helm of the Lay Guardian, another plate helm. Uh, this is more for your tanking with some defense and some hit rating. Vestments of the Scholar. I guess he ate a scholar. And nom, this nom, is nom, a nom, chest nom. piece for your clothy in your life. Wormclaw Battle Axe, two-handed battle axe, with some haste and attack power on it. Lovely. Malagos' Favor, a staff with a crap load of spell power. 314 spell power on that. Kaboom. Dragonflight Great Ring. This is a 
tanking uh, ring with stamina strength and defensive rating. And finally, the Tome of Arcane uh, Phenomena. Phenomenon. 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 As a trinket that in- equipped increases your spell power by 88 and then has a use ability to increase your haste rating by 256. Very nice. Has a sh- small chance of dropping the design for the Bracing Earth Siege Diamond. Ooh. Which I think we actually got, didn't we? I don't yes. remember. I was so... I, I was like, uh, he's dead. I'm out. <laughs> oh, I the hell am out of here. Uh, <laughs> I can't take this guy anymore. Let's go repair. Ow, 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 ow. Well, repair, like you said. Get naked and then... Yeah, well, we learned that like yeah. a quarter of the way through the fight. Yeah. Like, Why aren't you naked, Sky? Huh? Huh? Well, your gear doesn't matter. No one told me this. Of course, I was actually using the Shadow Melt trick, and I didn't die for the first... Yeah. I only died like twice. <laughs> like, yeah. I tried to. Every once in a while, his arcane barrage would find me and smite yeah. me down. And then one time, I, I, he saw me, so I just threw myself off because I wasn't going to give him the satisfaction. Right. I will smite myself yeah. before thee smiteth me. I'll show you. So that's how that's going. Hmm. Anyway, so congratulations. You've just finished the lovely five-man level 80 instance. Yes. The Oculus. Yep. And okay. now you can go get your contact lenses to correct your vision. Right. Your, that's what's that's right. The Oculus is where you go get your contacts, right? That's a... Ophthalmologist. Oh. That's... That, that explains why my vision's all blurry. <sighs> no. Yeah, yeah, that was... Wow. All right. How about we do some email? Oh, I know you have one in particular. Oh, Yeah. We have an email from our friend. Our longtime friend. Our longtime friend, Cathadora. And Feraldruid, Cathadora. Now, what I love this is that it says, read the entire email before uh, I rip him to shreds. No. Which, I've already read it, but I'm not going to read it on the air. (laughs) (laughs) You suck. Because I have the show and you don't. Um, I have a microphone. Let me boil it down. To, to, uh, this hails back to last week. This we hails back to last specking, week, which hails back to several weeks. So. You were convinced that dual yes. specking was going to eliminate the need for all pure DPS and hybrids would take over the world. <laughs> which is what everybody <laughs> seems to hear. No, I thought me, myself and Gwen, we clarified our stance. Just because there's two of you doesn't make you right. Oh, yeah, it does. No. Oh, <laughs> numbers help. It just makes the fail twice as spectacular. No. His, his main rebuttal is the fact that... All things equal, and I'd be curious to see these numbers, but all things equals, the pure DPS classes do more damage than a hybrid class that's spec for DPS. That's absolutely borne out by the math okay. and my experience. I've, I don't know, one way or another. I only really out-DPS the pure damage classes when they're badly geared or badly played. Right. And that's. And I, I will even concede the point that, that that's the case. But my point, and his example involves uh, building a Nax 10-man group. The fact you need two tanks. One was going to be an off-tank, so a hybrid class would be very useful there due to the fact they can uh, go DPS uh, DPS. when they're needed. Um, And you're, of course, going to have a couple healers and maybe even a hybrid for that that specced over with the healing, so in case you need that third healer for something. And then for that point, you would need to fill your rate up with uh, DPS. And if you were really... Min-maxing, you'd want those five DPS to be pure DPS. Okay. My point, though, would be, especially with the content we have right now of Nax and Obsidian Sanctum and everything else, most people, hybrid or otherwise, can come in easily at over 2K DPS. 
And again, our whole point between myself and Gwen is the fact that this provides an option. That's all we're saying is it gives an option that pure DPS specs can't match. We don't have a utility or an off spec that changes what we do other than being DPS. We can DPS a different way, but it's still DPS. So if everybody that can come into the instance, hybrid or regular, can do over 2K, that's really all you need. It doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, sure, it's gravy if somebody comes in at 3,500 DPS. Hey, wonderful. But you really don't need that. I mean, honestly, when you're building your group, and nobody's going to really look for a group at this point in time that's looking for that high of DPS, they're going to put the bar at around 2K. And if you have dual specs in there, our whole point is is that it could change the way you think about it because the option now exists. That's all. So now, if someone knocking on the door saying, hi, I'd like into your pug... I am a 2K DPS cat druid who also has a full healing set and a dual spec tree. Right. That they're going to be taking over the rogue saying, Hi, I'm here with 2800 DPS. Possible. 2800 DPS. Yeah, exactly. That the, the wise raid leader would say, Well, we only really need 2000 to achieve this, so I'll take 2000 plus a potential swap healer. Exactly. And that, now, the other big point of this is when you're running a 10 man like that, especially in Nax, where it's a lengthy uh, run, if your tank goes away, guess what's hard? What's the hardest thing to fill right now? Tanks and healers. Hi, I'm dual spec <sighs> healer and tank. So suddenly, oh well, this this person, this cat we've had here, and I always pick on druids, but any of the hybrids is suddenly now needed. Well, we're we're down a healer. Okay, well let's look in looking for group. Oh, we got a hunter out there. Well, now I have this ability to switch around so you and reconfigure. Cat become bear hunter take DPS yeah. slot. Hey, we're still in business. Exactly, it's much easier to stay in business. So if I was making my raid from an initial standpoint, I would want to include a lot more hybrids because of that option that it gives me. I'm going to throw out there that for pugs, yes. you and Gunora are right. Yes, that's what I mean. Totally. For organized raids, Cathadora is right. Oh, without a doubt. So it's all a matter of what situation you're talking about. If someone's just building a group from the available resources on the fly, yes. a la pug, yes. then I think... You're correct. The wise raid leader would take the person who could change because he has no confidence in the people he has recruited because he has no experience with them to say, are they going to stick with me? Are they going to bail? Right. Well, if they're gonna, they have a potential to bail, I'd rather have the guy who can become, a, can become a bear or a tree than bringing in as a cat versus the guy I bring in as just a rogue. Yeah. I think a real raiding guild who's doing cutting-edge content and is organizing things is going to say, how do I maximize everything and lol cat dps versus a real rogue right 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 no i agree so you're both right yeah i i think it just and like i said we are talking more from the pug standpoint obviously in our guild and everybody knows each other or you know your classes it's going to be a totally different situation at that point um but this is more just for the general gaming the general the casual player that may not have that set run that needs to just jump in that's that's what we're looking at this from yep Lastly, in his email, the point we can always agree upon, not standing in the fire is greater than any utility a hybrid can bring. Yep. Always. If skill you suck, overrides you gear, it overrides spec, it overrides everything else. Um, you don't do damage if you're dead. Yes. So, step one. Step one. Don't, don't stand die. in the fire. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So that was a lovely email. Thank you very much for that. Yes, Catherine, you've been very good for inciting conversation yes. in the weaker-minded of us. So, <laughs> uh, Why are you being mean to Gwen? He's not even here to defend himself. That's why. Oh, jeez. Okay, 
see, see, ladies and gentlemen, see how he completely bought that? Yeah. Weak-minded. <laughs> Moving on. It's not the email you're looking for. This is not the email you're looking for. <laughs> okay. Ah. Go ahead. If you got one. If not, then... I've got one. Okay, go ahead. Hi here. Your own Swedish death knight. Oh, a sigh. A sigh. A sigh. Swedish death knight. First, what is the hardest grind you guys have ever done... And will you guys do the blood sale grind? No, no, no. A thousand times no. Stop asking Lola. Unless it increases my DPS now. Um, <laughs> that's nastiest grind. Timbermaw? Yeah, for you. I should be, um, it's the curse of being an enchanter. Timbermaw grind was brutal. Yeah. I, honestly, for me, no. I, I only grind if I have a goal, and most of the time my goal is going to be something that enhances what I do. Which With the advent of the, of the Tabard championing system, yeah. grinds have become trivial? No. I mean, the only, I mean, this last grind to for Hodir Ho right now is... The hoes! The hoes are taken. I mean, it's taken a while, but the quests are interesting, so it's not really horrible. Yep. I make a lot of money. Uh, plans for the coming patch are to wait until it lands and see what it actually means. Yep. And not really discuss it until then. <laughs> okay. um, and how many trading card redeemables have you guys gotten from fans? Uh, we've gotten a couple of footsteps of Illidan and a yeah. couple of tabards. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I, I have. I don't think I've even used the footsteps yet. And he sends us a code for the disco ball, the slash dance. Booyah! One code. One code. Two hosts. Two hosts. So two other hosts are already <laughs> out, out, of the run. out of the picture. So you live listeners in the IRC need to determine two men enter, one man leaves. Which of us will receive the Disto Globe? Ooh. The druid who has a variety of different dances to bring to the table. Cat dance, bear dance, humanoid dance, tree dance, and the, of course... Boomkin dance based on the late great Chris Farley or your night elf who just does the slutty um, what? Alize dance um, um, I would like to, to throw out the fact that A I may not give it to my, my rogue because I have multiple characters that could possibly use this and considering I have many compromising pictures of Grail without his pants in your face when you were AFK I think a disco ball would enhance those pictures a thousand times what has been seen cannot be oh unseen. exactly and they you're will... not you're not reinforcing this case here. <laughs> I think um, that's an awesome case mm-hmm. so let's take a look at the black void here as they come <laughs> oh look uh, gnome wise gnome one Grail uh, gnome wise Gnome, druid, 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 gnome for the druids. You the can't count. Druid, There's people wise. saying the same. Grail, he's the underdog. Two. Oh Two my god! It's but the same person saying gnome four times doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? What you screaming for? I'm leaving. <sighs> and Barry VA votes for Barry VA. Let me tell you, I will. I will burn the code before it goes to Barry VA. <laughs> <laughs> he's our burn it. He's our sacrifice man. <sighs> All right. So I want to get. Uh, yeah, we'll figure this one out. Uh, I think we should just run a, an instance, and whoever tops the DPS meter should get it. That sounds fair. Sure, just run with Grail. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your prot warrior. <laughs> 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 It's an interesting thing. I've really been looking at you know having a a death knight as our main tank. Yeah. 
Oh my god, they DPS. Yeah, they, they can put out some damage. Well, I, that changes the whole freaking dynamic, because it used mm-hmm. to be you would not count on DPS yeah. from your tank, and with, with it was a whole. you absolutely can say, he's going to be doing 1,300 yeah. DPS minimum. Puts out a respectable amount, for sure. I am fighting with him for DPS. Uh, I've, I've, they've actually sucked me in, and I'm running yeah. damage meters again. Yeah. Every time I get out, they pull me back in. I don't mind. I mean, honestly, we make a big deal of it. I just do it more, more for a self-just evaluation. No, I wonder if I'm doing it right. Yeah, exactly. And I've actually, been, I've been trying different approaches of comparing doing the bleed, which is supposed to be the druid strong point, right? Because I can do mangle, which increases the bleed effect, versus uh, doing the big, you know, burning all five on a burst of damage, the ferocious bite. Usually, and I mean, I can tell you from a rogue standpoint, our main goal is to get our uh, our slice and dice up, which is our speed increase, then to get a rupture up, usually a four or five point, which is our bleed effect. Mm-hmm. Then I'm using my combo points for the big damage. So I'm doing a similar thing. So where I always want to have my bleed effect up. Five combo points in Savage Roar, which was added, which is a percentage increase to my um, attack power, which gets me over 10k. Then I'll do five combo points and hopefully do a bleed effect during yes. during the effect of the Savage Roar, which is right. a good 33 second. Yep. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a good way to do it. We'll see. Yeah, we have to duel in game. Now, the last time you and I dueled in game, that was, it was your Prop Warrior yeah. versus my Bear. Bear. That took forever. Well, and it needed to take forever because we were sitting there waiting for a GM response on a bugged yeah. quest mob. It took a good 20 minutes for yeah. me to finally kill you. Yeah, it was a long fight. Me to finally kill Grail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> I was prot spec at the time. I was prot bear. <sighs> and I'm supposed to be the hybrid weaker spec of the prot warrior light. And <laughs> kicked your ass really slowly. Yeah, but I had your threat. I, I owned your threat. Oh, your though. threat percent. Exactly. You had running I, you. Uh-huh. I was, you know, yeah. I was very threatened. I was generating. You never, you never wavered from attacking me. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Nothing. I'll just point that out. Except for when I <laughs> stunned you and, and healed myself I, and well, came back and your ass some more. Exactly. But see, I held aggro through your healing. But I digress because <laughs> the show is over. Oh! So, do we have something coming on after us? Negative. So, we, we can, can I read one more email then before oh. we go? Because this is what I loved. Do go on. Because it was so eye-opening for both of us. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> We're going long, people. We're going very long for this one. This one is Dear CH Crew. I'd like to mention right away that I've been listening to the show for a while now, and I've always enjoyed it. So thank you for that. Anyways, Gnomewise has been going on about the Sons of Hodir. Oh! On and off for the past few weeks, and I'm somewhat surprised by the fact that he hasn't mentioned how sexual some of the daily quests sound. Whether you are blowing Hodir's horn, polishing the helm with oil, no less, or thrusting Hodir's spear, you can't help but notice the double entendre in most of the dailies. What I want to know is if it was just me with a dirty mind, or have others noticed this? Until you mentioned it, I was completely clueless, but you are dead on right. Yeah, like, oh my god. My god, I've been doing MMO porn and I didn't know it. I feel so dirty now. So, thank you for uh, that insightful email. For corrupting that entire rep grind. (laughs) Thankfully, I'm done with that rep grind. You're stuck still polishing, gathering the oil from the oozes to polish horde. Thrust that spear. Thrust that spear, Daily. Blow that horn. Uh, um, And then when you're done, feed the giant. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, it's oh, flying through his nose, boy. ladies and gentlemen. So, anyways, uh, shout out to Sisters of Diana on Elder Thalas. And can you get a random drop in for Rico? I can do a random drop in. Random is kind of my middle name. Uh, let's see here. Let's show a couple. Tangent alert! I am more. I'm sorry. Oh, they took my freaking kidney. And I made you forget it all. Tangent bomb! That's right. Oh, oh, for those of you who listen live and listen to the pre show, I will regularly, between songs, do what I refer to as drop in bombs. Yeah. Which are usually a combination of three somewhat related drop ins just because I was trying to cut back on <laughs> overpopulating the poor podcast with drop ins because we're not Octail and Hordeck versus the world here and we don't have two hours of one hour of which is padding of just drop ins. Ah. Um, wow. Nothing but, but love, guys. Wow. Whew. Never mind. <laughs> that was an interesting thing about is going up to the Secret Mountain Lair is I do get the good three and a half, four hour drive to listen to WoW Radio oh, podcast okay. and get caught up and listen to an overdose of Octal and Horde. Oh, you actually the listen world. to the shows. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, okay. What's frightening is and when I and I were driving together this time we were in separate cars. Okay. We, we will listen to us. Okay. And and learn how to do better. Right, That's right. how I learned to not do 10 hundred million drop-ins, because yeah. there are limits here. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I kind of OD'd on Octail and Horde, I first of the world, and Blue Please um, uh, this trip, so I need I needed that wine rather There you go. Badly. So, thank you for joining this week, for joining us this week, for the late in the day and uh, abbreviated uh, size of co-hosts because it's just me and, well, the fuzzy guy. The fuzzy guy. Uh, yes. Uh, please join us on the web on the fantastic, revamped, still under construction, but oh my God, beautiful, WCRadio.com. Massive shout out to Cadwallian for all the incredibly hard work he has been doing. And looking at the things he has planned once the basic features have been restored, the, where he wants to take the site, uh, damn. Um, keep an eye on the site. There's some fun stuff coming. Oh, yeah. Check out all the fine shows. Normally, after us on Sunday would, would be the aforementioned Octail and Hordak versus the world where Octail, Hordak, and Doc Dead take on all of you and do their general gaming goodness and generally uh, crush us poor casuals. But it's okay because we run the world and they don't. Yeah. Neener and Neener upon Neener. And the recently returned Essence of RP, where the almighty Farseer and Kexman talk about that thing that I will never understand, true role-playing in an MMO. While Things Considered with Kedwalian, the aforementioned, and Duncor, I hate Duncor, talk about the <laughs> news... Motion, the news portion of the previous seven days of the WoW radio, the WoW community. Huh. Warcraft Anonymous, where the college-aged versions of us do their radio show and make me feel really old. Nice. What else am I missing here? Max. Speed! Speed! Speedia 40K and Max Maps and Death and Decay. Yes. Taking all things general gaming. Soon... And if you look in the IRC right now, you will see Emperor 1G trolling your IRC, hanging out. Watch for his show coming soon to a WoW radio near you. There's also rumblings of a lore show returning to the airwaves at Wait. WoW Radio. Watch the front page of the newly revamped WCRadio.com for news on that front. Hopefully in the near future. 
And there's this guy, uh, Complete Cookie, who does a uh, chartreuse, please. No. <laughs> Blue, gray, off, purple. Blue, please. Blue, please. Blue, please, on Fridays. Basically, with the station some... owner, Total Biscuit. It's a very begging title, though. Please, uh, may I have some more? You've never, and, and thank God for you, you have never spent time on the official WoW forums. Oh, the official WoW forums. Yes, the real, not WoW Radio. Okay. The World of Warcraft forums, where people will post rants asking for a blue response, Uh because the Blizzard posters post in blue text. So the blue please is someone asking for, I want a blue response, blue please, I want a blue to chime in on this, please. Right. Over 9,000 blue bearing idiots. Yeah. Wow, they sound British when they post, huh? Our guy does. (laughs) Yes, yes if, you're, if you want to get your rant on yeah. and talk about the thing, all the things that could be better about the world of Warcraft, yeah. and occasionally the things that are working really well. And very funny. At, he hits on some funny topics. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Yeah. And actually has like preparation and bits that are recorded ahead of time. And What? Nubcake news? <laughs> Except when he misses a show. <laughs> Details. Hey, he did it on Tuesday. I he made know. up for it. I know. Uh, yeah. Well, he's, he, he is job and country challenged because yeah. his family's in the U.S. and he's stuck in the U.K. And yep. Freaking Homeland Security. Don't get me started. So, Blue Please, Fridays on WCRadio.com. Keep it on the website. Fun things coming. I have been Gnomewise. I have been Grail. And we are now I've about to be... I have been Iolite. I have been Grenora. I have been Grenora. <laughs> I noticed you did the same voice for the two of them. <laughs> I know. That was, that was intentional. I ain't touching that. <laughs> I may wrestle you to the ground and kneel on your windpipe for insulting my wife, but... Oh, but... Oh. What's up with that? What up with that is we're way over time, and I'm yeah, going to call are. a halt to this. All so, right. thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week at our regular time. Thank you for joining us in our weird evening um, time where we're allowed to actually drink wine. And good night. Good night. Bye bye, radio people.